All right, welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Inferno. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. We're recording on Wednesday, June 1st. We're just leaving school. It's a beautiful sunny day, but it looks like the heavens want to open up here a little bit. And our season at Alfred State, and much like 99% of the other athletes that competed at D3 Nationals, has come to a close. Uh, Dylan, if you watched or listened to the last episode, Dylan finished 11th at Nationals, uh, just outside of uh, qualifying for finals and earning All-American. And um, you can listen to that episode about Dylan, and, and kudos to him. If you would like. This episode is going to be a little different though because being the uh, math person that I am and being the, I don't know what the right word is, person who's uh, a stickler and attention to detail, I always am fascinated at going to nationals. Now I haven't been there a million times but I've been there enough to um, appreciate the fact that when you go uh, you never know when it's going to be your last time going to nationals. And uh, as men's discus was wrapping up on Thursday, I you know pulled out my notebook and in between <laughs> between tears of sadness, um, I was thinking about the performances that we had seen up until that point. And um, every time I've been to nationals, either with Janet Fredonia, Lewis at national or at Nazareth, rather, there always seems to be two or three or four throwers from flight one. Um, this is for the throws that end up making the finals and earning all American. And I find that really interesting, not because that it's throwers from flight one. Or competitors from flight one but basically at nationals you have two flights it's power seated so you have 10 throwers in the first flight and then the next 10 best throwers in flight two and the top nine go to national or go to go to finals so in theory based on what happened on paper and everything leading up until that point one would assume that you would have your top nine guys come out of flight two but as I mentioned, that doesn't always happen. So I took to some numbers and I did some math this weekend. And I thought it was really fascinating that the seasonal best marks of the men's discus competition, of the men who competed, the 20 guys, there were only two throwers out of 20 that surpassed their seed mark at nationals. So two out of 20, so 10% of the guys surpassed their seed mark. And it makes me wonder, like what happens from the time that athletes hit huge performances to the time they get to nationals? Now, I'm sure some of you are probably thinking, you know, where's he going with this? But I just find it interesting because when you when you look at the numbers, the men's discus mark was um, on average, about three meters below their their seasonal best marks. I don't know if they were all their PRs this past season, um, 
results kind of talked about that a little bit, but they were um, off for some athletes and on for some other athletes. So I'm not going by that. So basically, whatever was in T-first as their top 20 marks are just subtracted um, their distances that they threw at nationals. And it came out to uh, just a little over three meters. So basically, whatever the athletes were seated at, on average, they threw about three meters less, um, except for the two gentlemen that surpassed their seed marks that ended up um, earning earning All-American status.